0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, I'm Ben Slowey. Um, today uh, on the show I've got a, a cowboy uh, that rode his uh, his trusty steed over here in the snow just to be here Just kidding, he didn't do that <laughs> But uh, you know, he's a southern rock uh, artist, uh, his new song is called Lucy uh, It's really good, check it out, very western flavored uh, And um, I'm excited to talk to him about all his music and his artistry and why he does what he does So Andy of Sleepy
1: Show, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, it's, it's truly a pleasure. You bet, man. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm, you know, I think this is really officially the, the beginning of what us Wisconsinites are used to, but, you know, um, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. It's nice to be in this warm living room. It is. It's very cozy. Dude, that kind of, thing. It's, it, yeah. it's a lifesaver, that fucking thing right over there, the heater. It, yeah, it's got an old kind of cabin style yeah. heater feel to yeah. it. Yeah. So
0: I imagine I'll be spending a lot of time in this room for the next like five to six months just because like so that's my room. Yeah. And we don't I don't really get much heat in there unless my door is open. <laughs> and I like that to have which my door explains sh- the, the door, the door kind yeah, of, yeah. Wedged open, yeah. Yeah, so um I, it's it's nice and toasty in here. Yeah. Uh, until I get a space heater in my room, I will be in here for most of my time. Uh, not only doing the show, but also just like
1: my feet get really fucking cold. So I think it's a good room to hang out in. It's, it's <laughs> feng shui is there as, as far as I know. You know, mm-hmm. as far as that goes.
0: Yeah, man. I'm a. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm I'm a. Uh, Glad you can make it over here yeah. in the in the blustery yeah. snow. <laughs> it's like literally a blizzard outside. Yeah. Are, do you have to shovel
1: out there? Or is that... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, that green thing. I haven't I'm used gonna, it yet. I'm going to do that after and go back and be a good neighbor mm-hmm. to my duplex, you know. Yeah. Try to be the first person to do it, but... Yeah. Uh, Did you grow up in Wisconsin? Yeah, I grew up uh, in Milwaukee, just uh, just north of here, so yeah i i lived some time in madison spent a lot of my kind of early 20s there started going to school there and kind of got into the music scene but i've returned back home and really appreciating you know kind of the uh the lifestyle here now yeah Mm -hmm. which i kind of i kind of overlooked before i i don't know i i do appreciate milwaukee as a place you know oh yeah despite these these harsh Starts to winter in yeah. mid November. Right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. I grew up in Illinois.
0: Uh, not much different climate wise. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm right. I was right outside of Chicago, so that, still that lake
1: effect. Yeah.
0: Still really cool. Yeah, but you're. I. I'm with you there. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love the city, man.
1: Yeah. Like it's. It's so great. So what? How, when did you move? Was it 2014? Yeah. Okay. UWM. Yeah. So I
0: was on the east side for five yeah. years, and then I moved to River West yeah.
1: this past year. Yeah. No, I, I kind of recently moved to River West. I, I always would hang out here and had a lot of friends. But it's, yeah, it's it's definitely a great neighborhood to live in and definitely be an artist. So People actually like good music here. Yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> I like those neighborhoods that have something kind of bringing it bringing it together, and music and art is definitely kind of the uh, thread throughout the community, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um,
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. There's no shortage of anything to cover for Breaking In or (laughs) anything and There's no shortage of anyone to, cool people to meet and talk to. Yeah. So, yeah, man, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity, and uh, the first time I saw Sleepy Gaucho. Was at Dino's. Rest Dino's. in peace. Yeah, Dino's. Rest in peace. Yeah, that was over the summer for the twenty-four, and it, I don't stay out late for shows very often. Like I, I usually like shows are over by midnight, and I don't really like this. It's rare I stay till like bar close for yeah. a show. Well, thanks you're, for coming out. You're welcome. <laughs> that show went
1: beyond burgers. <laughs> I got yeah, I got the late night slot there and I you know, like you said, it, I'm I'm honored to have kind of closed Dino's out. Um, I think people appreciate that place for the hangs and mm-hmm. the food too. Yeah, it was really good. The pizza was super fucking right good yeah. there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a, that was a really fun, you know, as it is kind of the yearly holiday. Here yeah. in the summer yeah yeah, yeah so exactly
0: like, I as a new resident of the neighborhood I just became so like embellished in all like the just cool shit going on like every single week pretty yeah. much like people are just constantly out and about doing something community based and like that was really cool and so I was excited to see your band because like I follow MK Music Night very closely mm-hmm. like Shout out to the Sunken Sons. Uh, I'm they're good buddies of mine, and I'd seen you on a couple bills with them. And I'm like, Like, this guy like seems pretty cool. I had met you uh, first time we met actually was at NK Music Night at the Miramar. Oh yeah, at the Miramar. Because you play in Colorblind Chameleon. Yeah, I was playing keys with
1: those guys. Those were great. Yeah. Shout out to Christian. Yeah. Uh, So that was the porters. The porters in general. Yeah, the porters. Yeah. Yeah, John. John's great too. Shout out to John for John. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So we
0: met, and um, I was excited to see your band. And then when I finally saw your band, I gained a newfound appreciation for the lap steel instrument.
1: Yeah. Now yeah. it's like one of my favorite instruments. Actually. Cool. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely one of those that uh, has an interesting place in music, and you know. Can think of like Hawaiian music also like country music but yeah it's an interesting sound yeah I did. Will Hansen, who plays in the group he he got that I think it was last summer and kind of immediately had an affinity towards it and it's been cool seeing that kind of grow with the band so yeah. yeah man I just think every time I hear it I just think of like a Twilight I think yeah.
0: of like you know I think of a open an open road yeah. that you don't know where it leads cool man it's yeah there's like i think there's a lot of really cool uh like uh imagery that like i that comes
1: to mind when i hear it and and um so i'm really uh, yeah. Ex- yeah i'm excited to I, speak. I like it as a lead instrument cuz it you know the guitar is obviously wonderful someone taking a beautiful guitar solo but i think the lap steel can be a little Less kind of blatant and it's a little smoother and and kind of sit there in the background at times mm-hmm. too. So it's it's nice. Yeah, it's very yeah. soundscapey. Yeah, really totally. Like yeah. So
0: um, to in order to get to uh, all the stuff you're working on now, yeah. I have to hear about a little bit about your musical background, man. Yeah. So tell me a little a little bit about yourself, like when you started playing music and everything.
1: Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I might as well just, you know, say it, because it, it's just how I grew up, but I kind of grew up as, like, a choir boy. My mom always <laughs> encouraged me to be in choir, and, you know, I think she had me in, like, you know, out-of-school stuff even when I was, like, really young, and I I always liked to sing, so I think singing is kind of how I, you know, and she'd, like, make me sing in front of family and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, so just kind of the basic melody kind of thing, and singing is kind of how I got started. And um, when I was about 11 or so, I got a guitar, 11 or 12, and kind of just the usual learned the basic chords. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, I think it wasn't until high school where I kind of realized, like, you know, putting the formula together, writing a song, and obviously it it was a way I found to I don't know, release and express something and since then it's been cool to, you know, kind of work on it and as more of a vision instead of this thing that kind of happens or comes out, kind of having more direction towards the sound, you know. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Love your chimes. But, Thank you. Yeah. They've I been was good. walking up, I, uh, yeah. that was great. They've been yeah. good ambience in the episodes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, subtle, it's the subtle stuff like that yeah. in the background. Yeah, oh, it can exactly. They can make a soundscape, so. Well, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I, I just always had an affinity towards music and kind of worked on songwriting and This project, this band, uh, just kind of, I had been playing a lot of bands and had some songs and wanted to record them. And I, yeah, the story briefly to sum it up, I think we talked about it a little bit um, when you were at that show at the Mishmash. But yeah, it it was kind of, I was in London staying with my sister and finished these songs at a studio that was five minutes away and dude was super nice and of helped me out and that's kind of how that started and now it's kind of round two I guess and a little more collaboration with people mm-hmm. and friends so for sure yeah that's a I guess a you know a wikipedia summed up <laughs> quick version of right, it all, yeah for sure did you uh did you like London when you were there oh yeah I loved it it was it was really cool to You know, especially kind (laughs) of not. My sister was helping me out, so I was staying there, and I had this, you know, freedom to kind of roam and see what it was about. And I really did like it. You know, biggest city I'd lived in for, you know, at least a a few months. So, Mm -hmm. never been. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think all the. The major cities, you know, Chicago, New York, London—they all have this uh, kind of international, you know, appeal and mm-hmm. kind of a lot going on. Yeah. You know, where there's a market in yeah. some neighborhood, and it's great. Where there's like something uh, for everybody, you know. Oh yeah, totally. Everyone can yeah, find yeah. a niche. There's also the other side of it. It's, it can be tough to survive, you know, and mm-hmm. housing going up. And everything, so
0: yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so, um, yes, like, I guess, like, where did you come up with sleepy gaucho? <laughs> where did that come from?
1: It, uh, yeah, so gaucho is, um, my dad's from Argentina, and it's like you were referencing earlier, it is kind of the uh, South American wandering cowboy and equivalent, you know, and uh, I, uh, yeah, it's I, I kind of uh, an illusion, I guess. To I'm a, I'm a kind of sleepy, laid back guy, and a little bit of a reference to. That's why you need this background. Bed. You need yeah. some coffee, man. You and need you know to wake go- up. <laughs> I'm not a, a regular coffee drinker, but I I really do appreciate when I have a good cup of coffee because it gets me, it gets me going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's kind of yeah I don't know, and it is this uh, kind of character. I think the this sleepy gaucho is is the music and you know it's it's an embodiment of it and yeah that's about as much as I can explain to that but it's kind of you know things grow into its own thing so yeah 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 for sure like I said I love the I love just the whole like
0: representation of it I like the the imagery I think of when I think of like you know not only the name of the band, but also like the the sound that accompanies it um, I think it it's a it is a nice character for cool. sure. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, Thanks, man Yeah, so uh, when did you
1: when you moved back from London? Uh, what was next for you? so at the time um, I at Right when I came back uh, I got I went back to Madison um, some friends had an open room and i kind of subleased that room for a bit but i was definitely you know just trying to get this project going and traveling and definitely in milwaukee a lot and midwest Um, so yeah i just kind of immediately went back there um, uh, and kind of started to work on it Um, i'm always kind of playing in other groups and recently got into more like studio stuff and, you know, uh, recording, um, but yeah, just kind of growing and, you know, once I got everything figured out what I wanted to do, kind of work on it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the kind of guy who has a, you know, a calendar and agenda all, all planned out, but you do kind of have to organize yourself one way or another to get something going. So, Yeah. I'm definitely an agenda guy. Yeah, I keep so many notes. Hey on my man, phone. I mean you're you're doing tons of stuff you know, all the time. It's it's impressive. You know, you Thank gotta. You. I mean, Thank you. And one person like me to ruin the schedule, and then you're all off. For all I know, <laughs> there's gonna be someone else coming in the door in, in fifteen minutes. Right? Um, there are two more episodes it's later good. today. There so. you go. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, man. Organized. Organized. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so. How did uh, so I guess like um, how did you kind of get the project off the ground in Milwaukee like starting to play the local scene and stuff like
1: that um, well I I had uh, like I said I've been playing in other bands um, more recently before this I was playing in Coyote um, oh yeah and uh, yeah we, we still play here and there um, we're just kind of all you know doing our own thing you know life as mm-hmm. things go but so yeah i kind of knew you know the scene a bit you know people like ryan holman at here here shout out like, to ryan yeah ryan's a great, great guy team. and just you know everyone at that organization and just people you know bring the scene together is yeah i don't know just kind of from the past and it's still a work in progress and you know yeah yeah, but, yeah for sure Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, I think Milwaukee has, you know, it's one of those overlooked places, for sure. And it has Mm -hmm. great art, you know. It's the best kept secret of the Midwest.
0: Um, Yeah, man, yeah. It's easy to make friends here, that's for sure. And there's also a lot of uh, people talk, like, kind of make a joke about it around the scene. But, like, there's a lot of incest in the Milwaukee scene in terms of bands and projects and stuff. Like... A lot of people play in several different projects oh, here, yeah. for sure. It's a, it's a small world here, you know? It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think of uh, Tawalek when he played seven sets in one day at Clark Street Fest. I'm like,
1: see, that guy just <laughs> loves to fucking play music, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, he's, you know, and it's people like that that, that music scenes need, you know, mm-hmm. to... To show everyone else, like yeah, it's it's all about playing and, and just doing it, you know. And yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like
0: those are the that's the heart and soul of Milwaukee and its scene any scene for that matter. So, um, uh, so your first album is another time, right? Yeah. yeah, that came out. So that was like all the the songs you've been working on.
1: Yeah, and I, it it's a shortish album. Um, it's about a half an hour and part of that was you know kind of what I had and also you know budget and being you know independent but I think it worked out in, in, in the best of ways it was kinda what it needed to be but yeah it was I actually started tracking some of the songs here in Wisconsin in Madison at this studio um, called Williamson Magnetic which was Kind of this alternative i mean now this day and age there's a lot of people recording you know in their own house mm-hmm. and yeah there's ways around going into a studio and paying a lot of money and um, this studio kind of offered old the old-fashioned way of recording to tape and it was relatively affordable so a lot of musicians around madison and you know the midwest would go to this place and it's a it's a different way and I got really into that, enjoyed uh, the analog process and uh, it kind of you know all the classic albums that people really appreciate were recorded this way and Mm -hmm. I'm not you know bashing modern way of recording is the best it's ever been it's the highest fidelity you know it's absolutely incredible what you can do with a computer as everyone knows you know from you know things like photoshop it's the same with music you can kind of perfect your vision in whatever way you can but there is something you know to appreciate about that kind of honest capture of you know analog and tape recording where it's kind of the musicians just making the best of their performance and then you can kind of improve it a little bit you can if you really want to you could start cutting the tape you know if you talk about like you know Fleetwood plex like, Rumors and those records you know the reason they had such high budgets were you know engineers were spending hours you know cutting and perfecting which is the only way you could do back then now mm-hmm. it's you know a mouse click away but then yeah. you actually had to you know cut the tape and if you messed up you messed up so it uh yeah it's it's really cool to explore that process and
0: yeah hey it's an appreciation
1: for the uh for the vintage the retro oh no that stuff, totally you know. and um it's it's also you know i think like i was saying you know have a little as everyday goes on my vision to what I want to do improves but whenever you go into a studio it always ends up being slightly different than you expect and I think that's kinda the the magical side of the studio you kinda don't know um, what the song's gonna end up you can try to make it sound this way but you know someone's addition with an overdub or you know, some random effect you happen to use kind of just changes the whole direction of the sound palette. You know, for sure, totally.
0: Um, so, uh, tell me about uh, Mr. Wick, who just came
1: out earlier this year. Yeah, so that's it that's another one that's on this newer album, and I I think the difference between the last record and this one is just think the first one i you know had the opportunity in london to finish it and it you know i just kind of did it and that's what it was and it's pretty cool to you know know that that was just what it was from you know time constraints and Mm -hmm. kind of a very honest like this is these are the songs in their raw form and this is a little more meticulous and taking time and thinking about the parts a little bit more so there's a little more thought behind Mm -hmm. it so mr wick was kind of the first song i released and we'll see how many more i'll release before the album i'm still trying to kind of figure out the timeline for it but you know at least a song or two more before the full record Um, but yeah i don't know it's it's nice to give people a little taste and as you're working on it for such a long time, you kind of want to share a little bit, you know? Don't yeah. want to share too much, really. but yeah. people want to hear what you're working on. Oh, yeah. You know? So
0: People are, people always want it now, you know? <laughs> people demand to know what the fuck yeah. you're up to, you Yeah. Know? But, so what do you, what's the song about,
1: like lyrically, what are you uh, talking about in that song? Um, I mean, it's, it, that one I actually wrote, Kind of simultaneously while I was in London, um, you know, kind of classic. You're working on the new stuff when you're working on the current stuff, but uh, the whole new record is just about kind of learning to appreciate, you know, present and how things can slip slip by so quickly, um, and that's just kind of the common theme throughout. You know, it's kind of these various little anecdotes, stories, and snippets um, kind of feel dreamlike. They're kind of surreal, not necessarily, you know, a direct conversation. You know, Mr. Wick isn't really a real person or anything, but it's, yeah, it's just a kind of about that neighborhood that I was living in, just kind of, it was fleeting and it was a good place. and. You know, at the time, didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing, and I was at least right as like, yeah, I haven't been back in a couple years now, and I'm sure it's changed, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's it's kind of a little bit of a capture of that kind of beautiful moment in time yeah. that it, that anyone can have with anything, and you know, it's it's always you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and. You know, it's just learning to appreciate the moment. It's kind of the, the biggest idea behind the music. Yeah, and then with Lucy, a new song, uh, yeah. is that kind of yeah. same same realm? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's another kind of idea on that. It's kind of this encounter. It was, Lucy's also not, you know, I'm going to break it to people, but it's not, she's not real well she is but that's not her name that's just what i named her but yeah um yeah it was kind of an encounter with a person that you know i kind of met and kind of wish i'd talked to a little bit more and maybe you know exchange information and that never happened and so now it's just a daydream you know wow. and people have that daily you know um, sure or you yeah. know missed encounters or you know. <clears throat> dude This is, this
0: is, that hits home, man, like, dude, one of the most, uh, really interesting things to me is just the idea of strangers and, like, how, you know, we're just so, like, conditioned to fear strangers from being, from a young age, you know, where, like, talk, you know, don't talk to strangers, don't you know yeah. don't put yourself out there because like you know you might you're taking a risk like it might be unsafe but now it's like it's hard to even it's i feel like especially with um how like technology has advanced and like communities are being built virtually it's really blurring the blurred the lines over like what Who is a stranger and who isn't Because it's like you still have such an idea Of people even if you don't Know them personally or if you don't Like if you haven't even like met Them in person it's like you're like oh I still Know who that person is like oh I still Know what they're doing Or who they are or like I see Them around all the time and like
1: Yeah I don't know it's a it's a Obviously a very interesting Age we live in in terms of You know I think The commute or, like the bus ride or subway ride back in the day, I mean, you know with social media or whatever, you kind of can have casual social you know interactions or whatever Does that mean then you don't casually talk to someone on the bus you, you know or whatever it it is odd yeah i I don't know it's it's an interesting time, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think uh you know, going back to that song, it was really. Kind of like it could be is it me who you know kind of when you catch eyes with someone you're like kind of have that feeling like i should talk to you i don't know if you feel the same way but you know maybe i'm just imagining yeah. that but the fact you know the after the fact that you can't really go back and to that exact moment yeah. in time that is very surreal for sure yeah yeah man
0: i'm i'm fascinated by stuff like that like yeah I try to make a connection or an interaction any place I can if I if it uh, appears welcomed. Like, yeah, I don't have any discomfort if like I feel like a cosmic sort of uh, cue to mm-hmm. to interact with somebody or to you know forge a relationship or to you know actually like connect with my surroundings. You know if it feels right because like. Like you said, I I get the same feeling all the time. Like I daydream and like will reflect and be like, and I should have like done more with this situation, or yeah. I should have talked, I should have put myself out there more. I should have talked to that person that one time because who knows? Like yeah, you know, we could have we could have been friends, or we could have made some kind of
1: connection. Yeah, it's it's also you know, do the, the idea of controlling our own destiny. You yeah. know. Uh, Is it all predestined or can you change it all with these tiny little conversations or interactions, you know, could entirely change your day and this, you know, like I, it's like if I didn't decide
0: to start going to shows and like start meeting musicians that are performing at the bar down the street. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, what would this, what would this entity that I call my show? How, how would that have been, you know,
1: actualized? Yeah. So you got to. Sometimes, you know, put yourself out there and and good things will come. All the time. Yeah.
0: It's like muscle memory at this point. Like, you know, regularly interacting with people that, you know, you may not be familiar with, but can soon become familiar with because, like you said, like, you know, this whole sort of vision that you have of this project is like you do have, like, being in the present moment is, you know, it's what's in your control, you know? Yeah,
1: it's, uh, I don't know, I I think, like, time, I definitely have a little bit of an obsession with time, and, you know, how it does appear to go by quicker every year, every day, or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's totally true, it's, it's all about that, and, you know, I think it, it is really just, uh, in a certain sense it's it's music and it's just meant to be listened to and enjoyed you know there's a lot of emphasis on just nice soundscapes and you know just kind of a palette of sound but mm-hmm. yeah it's hopefully also just kind of a slight reminders to just you know the moment is all you have mm-hmm. the rest is just you know recollection or you know thinking about something you know so just Enjoy it while you can. I'm I'm happy it's like the album timing is kind of leaning towards the hibernation period. Yeah. This is a good time to. It's always nice to huddle up by the stove or the fire, you know? Um, Right, yeah. So. Yep. uh,
0: Sweaters. Sweaters. Sweaters, right. Um, Cool. So you
1: don't have. You're still piecing together this timeline of like. I think the album is is getting there. It's. uh, I spent a lot of time, I think, b- before too, with past, like, the past record. I was there during the mixing process, but it was was more so, all right, engineer, like, I trust you, and this is a little more hands-on, because it really is, you know, just a matter of, I want a little bit more of that, or, you know, it, and if you want it that way, you just got to do it and, you know, direct it versus... I mean I'm sure there's a lot of services on the internet where you can just send your music and someone will mix it or master it. And I think it's always good to be as hands-on as you can throughout the process. You yeah. Know? Um, totally. cuz that is it is a record. It's forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't want anything to be there, <clears throat> you know, 15 years down the line that kind of bothered you at the time, All but right. yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah um, totally. I'm excited with this direction you're
0: going in, like um definitely sounds like, you know, it's a very like cohesive sound that you're moving into, like with a full band. Who's playing with
1: you right now? Um, it's uh it it, it always shifts. Um Will Hansen has been a a primary member, playing a lot. Um drums recently, Ed Kosmatka, um bass wise, um Brandon Andrews and, you know, people like Tlaloc and many, you know, John Lenz, people like him have, have filled in. Dude, Coconut Road is so good. I just want to, I just want to say that. (laughs) really fucking good. The new record. Yeah. 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 No, I I did listen to that and it's good. Those guys are absolutely great. And it's just beautiful to have musicians, you know, like you said, this scene where people are willing to play and. You know, take on other people's music yeah. and yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. So it's been a lot in terms of the the music. It's 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 cool because it's kind of you know the last record has been this kind of. This is what the sound is based. You know, all the musicians who play will listen to that and try to make that the sound that we're going for. But really, I think the live interpretation can take its own own world for sure it's it's definitely fun um experimenting with uh interpretations of covers and you know finding this like i said it you know it's the more you make music it kind of becomes its own thing and it started as a set of songs that i wanted to record but i think as it comes to life and more people bring their touch to it it kind of takes on its own thing so yeah, well, it's definitely man. Really excited. We're excited nice. to see it, man. Yeah. <laughs> pretty quickly.
0: It tends to. <laughs> All right, Andy. Uh, it was great to talk about Sleepy Gout show and uh, you know being Thanks in the present moment. Me, really appreciate. It. For sure, man. Tell me uh, what keeps you up at night, Andy.
1: Oh man, what keeps me up at night? Thinking about the moment
0: it's the moment man what uh what
1: what puts you to sleep though um a nice a nice soothing ballad you know Mm -hmm. whether it be a Frank Sinatra or an Elvis or Joni Mitchell something to just you know a lullaby there's a lot to choose from definitely (laughs) man
0: uh yeah totally rock on man thanks for being on the show appreciate it. I had a great time. So check out uh, Sleepy Gaucho, uh, streaming everywhere, Lucy, Mr. Wick, and we're excited to see the next record. Thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy, we'll see you next time.
1: So. Three,